What's up, Change the Channel podcast listeners? My name is Megan Grace, and this is another episode of Change the Channel podcast. Welcome back to the show. Today is February 9th. It looks like this year the downloads are coming in about one a month, but we never know. Um, Part of my human design is to move at a non-scheduled way of being, if that makes sense. So um, this podcast this year is meant to be less about keeping with some kind of preconceived schedule or keeping things orderly and more about the potency of messages coming through and me just learning to lean in and respond accordingly. So I am changing the channel on the concept that um, polished and perfect is the only thing that makes a difference. Um, Instead, I am leaning into the joy of playful creation and, um, yeah, just being really, really intentional about, um, the feeling of wanting to sit down with you as if I was calling you up right now and saying, Hey, do you want to get a cup of coffee? Like something has just come through. I want to hear your thoughts on it. That is the vibe of the show today. So pull up your favorite hot beverage, cold beverage, water beverage, (laughs) whatever, whatever is floating your boat at the moment, because this download really, I mean, it kind of smacked me in the face. I'm not going to lie. When I say downloads, that can sound kind of out there and strange, but for me, my embodied experience of getting a download is I'm going about my day, my life, and then all of a sudden, a fully formed thought just drops into my head. And generally it's not something I'm thinking about at the moment. So that's when I know that it's coming from, um, fill in the blank that feels best for you, whether it's, you know, a higher power consciousness, um, spirit energy, all the above. But all I know is that this one rattled my cage a little bit. So, I'm excited to see how it lands for you as well. This download, we'll say, came through when a really dear friend of mine uh, called me and, or no, she she had mentioned in a group chat that um, her family was going through some health stuff. And you know that feeling, that like pit in your stomach when the friend that you just know deserves I'm going to fucking break like, like immediately. Um, and they're the ones that kind of just keep getting more and more waves coming in. I mean, she is as close to a superhero as I've ever met and still comes back resilient, strong, honest, authentic, and sits with her pain in a way that is so inspiring. And so I saw in this group chat that she, you know, had mentioned that there was yet another wave that was coming through. And I 
immediately called her because let's be honest, there are some messages that an emoji or an I'm sorry in text form just doesn't hit the spot. (laughs) And so I called her and we set up a time to talk um, the next day. And as she was sharing, I, I was thinking, okay, well, obviously, you know, I want to be there for my friend. And many of us are taught that the next appropriate action would be to say, you know, how can I support you? Um, what do you need? Can I do anything? And all of these questions are actually, they're really sweet. They come from a good place. They're meant to be, um, a way of showing solidarity and support, but in all honesty, what I was feeling and what this download came through was do not give the hurting person a to-do list. Don't add one more thing onto her plate of things that she's processing by asking her how you can show up, what you can do. Instead, look inward and say, in this moment, with all the things that this person has shared, what is something that you either know about her, know that she likes, know that feels good usually, or could meet a specific need, like maybe it's childcare, or can I grab you um, something from the store, or you know, would you like coffee, or um, do you just want to talk? Um, and what I was realizing and kind of feeling this stirring in my spirit was I'm not going to ask her how I can help. I'm going to come up with a couple creative options. And then at the end say, and neither of these is also an option. And if there's something specific, I'm very open to that as well. So instead of tell me how I can help you, I started my, my comment back with, I can just feel how heavy this time is. I can only, I can't really fully grasp how much you're going through, but you matter so deeply to me and I want to be here for you. And I don't want you to have to come up with the ways that you need support because that just feels like one more thing for you to do. And if I were you, I would be probably pretty tired already. So what would it feel like if maybe every other week we scheduled time to go for a walk, um, get outside, talk about nothing or everything, but just this cadence and rhythm of being together, um, togetherness and community and, also to just get her kind of out of, um, you know, this feeling or this space, um, because the situation was something that was going to be going on kind of long-term for a while. So yeah. And she just said, that is so profoundly supportive. Thank you. Thank you for not making me think about anything extra. And, it was in that moment I realized that usually for myself as well, when I'm going through something hard and I've shared it with a friend or that kind of thing, unless I'm like, you know, 
unless I have a specific request, which I would make, usually I'm kind of at my wits end um, by the time I choose to share. And so it actually creates this, um, this concaved feeling. And it almost feels even more vulnerable to share. I'm going through a hard time and now I need you to do this for me. So I just was thinking about it and I wonder if some of you are the same. Maybe you're very self-sufficient and it's hard for you to ask for help. Uh, Maybe you have been just going through the ringer for so long. You almost don't even know what it's like to have things feel easeful. And, um, the idea of one more, one more item on your to-do list to make sure that everyone feels good about how they're helping you feels like too much. And so, or maybe you have a friend that you're really deeply wanting to support and you have the best heart and the best intentions, and you just want to be there for them. Um, I would suggest and invite you to think deeply into the relationship you have with this friend. Remember some of your favorite and good times and look at what are the steps that you could do to make it possible for that person to have that experience with you again. Or maybe you say like, Usually we have the best time on girls trips, but right now you seem a little bit overwhelmed. Um, could we do a, you know, virtual, like virtual wine date or, you know, are you, are you just like really overworked? Could I maybe send you Venmo to go get, um, you know, go get your nails done or a pedicure or something like that, something small or, Maybe you just say, Hey, I'm here. Um, and I'll, you know, I'm, I'm not going to really ask anything of you for a little while. I'm just going to be kind of consistent. And there's, I think there's just multiple ways and things to support people that do not require them to be the one managing the managing the outcome or managing the activity. And so, yeah, that just, that just came through. And I think that even though we have such good intentions and want to be a support, I think that we can do a little bit better, be a bit more creative and, um, invite in some personality to what we're offering. Because the other thing too, is there's nothing worse than someone saying, well, yeah, you know, you know what I need is this. And you're like, well, I can't do that. So then what, you know, it's like kind of at a stalemate and both people feel not connected, which the whole point of supporting each other and being in friendships is to be in connection and community and support. So um, and to grow with each other. Um, I'm curious, would love to know if this resonates, how this feels to you. If you're someone that has been needing support, maybe, you know, I'll, I'll make a post on my Instagram and you can just drop it in the comments and let me know what, how this lands for you. Um, or if there's a different way that you usually like people to ask or, Yeah. So 
that's definitely been kind of a, a thing, like a percolating thing that's been moving through my mind. And there's one other story that's completely unrelated to this, but I guess in a way it does, it does relate because it has to do with, um, changing the channel on a story and a way of viewing the world and showing up. So like, go ahead and just switch gears for a minute, be in the, in the messy of it with me, because both of these things feel like they're meant to be told. So this one had to do with a different way that I received help that I wasn't expecting to. And I was actually quite irritated in the moment. And man, I just got totally turned upside down and then put right back, right side up again, almost like a snow globe with this one. So I was meeting, um, meeting a client and I got in my car and my car was on empty and it sort of felt a bit like how I would describe my internal self. I'm like, okay, great. How many, how many more miles do we have to go on this? And, um, and then as I was driving down the road, I knew that the closest gas station was the one that usually costs the most, but the people are nice and I didn't have time to, you know, get creative and go find something like buried in the neighborhoods to get my gas there. And so I, I tuck in and, you know, I'm like, man, I'm going to be late. I really wish this wasn't happening, blah, blah, blah. The story I was telling myself is I am in this alone and I am just trying to hurry up and wow money. So then this very sweet man, you know, takes my card because I live in Oregon and we cannot pump our own gas. Um, so he takes my card, starts pumping my gas and then comes around the side. And he's like, like, miss your back tire is very low, very low. And it was the tire on the, on the passenger side. So as a driver and usually someone that's just driving myself around, I don't see that tire very often. So I never would have seen it. I never would have noticed. Um, and I was about to get on a decent amount of highway driving and this tire was crazy low. I mean, I actually don't know how much longer it was going to last. And he said, you know, don't, don't worry, just go straight over to the, um, to the air pump. And because you bought gas with us, it's free. I was thinking, wow, uh, you know, everything that I need is right here. And so I went over and I was immediately thinking, I don't know how to use this contraption. And what if I put too much in the tire and I don't want to have to go back over there and ask, and who do I call? And why is this happening to me? And it was just, it was like, there's a solution in front of me, but there were five extra steps it felt like that was going to need to happen before I'd be able to, you know, put some air in my tires. And it was so sweet. He, he walked over to me and he was like, Oh yeah, here you go. It just pop this thing off and you like, you know, attach the hose to it and you push it down and it will stop filling automatically when the tire is full. And I was like, 
I didn't even ask. I didn't flag him down. I didn't, you know, make a scene. It was like he could just sense. And he didn't even really ask permission either. When he came over, he goes, oh, here, let me show you. Just started doing it. And like the amount of relief that I felt in my body was unreal. Like, thank you for seeing me. Thank you for not making this one more project, one more thing for me to to do. I'm, you know, I'm here with a flat tire and I just really want to be on to my next thing. And so he just showed up and again, kind of like the, I know how to do this. I know how to use the machine. I know how to help. You can just pull this off. Good to go. And so then as I'm filling the tire, the empty gas tank that was before the biggest irritation, frustration felt like it was happening to me. I realized it was actually happening for me because it maneuvered me into this gas station to connect with this individual that had, you know, was looking out for me enough to notice this tire. And then furthermore, to come over and check on me and make sure that my tire was good to go. He smiled. I think we even lost the little cap that you put on top of the, um, of the pin that goes in that the air, (laughs) the air comes in. I don't even know the real words for it, but, and he was like, Oh, here, he just like searched around, kind of found it. And I cannot even tell you how, um, cared for. I felt as I got back on the road, it's like, wow, sometimes what it takes is an empty tank of gas to put you in the right direction to slow your progress down just slightly so that somebody else can come in and create a moment and actually help you with something that you didn't even know you needed help with. And so with these two examples, my powerful, incredible friend where, you know, I got to be sort of the person that showed up and said, Hey, I have a, I have an idea. Let's try this out. And then for me to be on the receiving end of it, to have the gas station attendant come over and be like, I've got you. Let me help you with that. I can say that as both the giver and receiver of this kind of, of this kind of care, this kind of community care, it makes the world of difference. It creates ease for the person that's, you know, in a bind and it creates a moment of authentic, beautiful connection for the person offering something that is their gifting. So what if the channel that we change is instead of needing to have the right answer or um, being almost too afraid to even put ourselves in the ring at all when somebody's going through something. What if we step up and uh, harness a little bit of bravery, a little bit of creativity, and a big dash of love and say, How, you know, I have this idea. Can I invite you into this? Can I invite you into the imagination of it? Or I have a tangible tool. Let's use this tool. This is going to make everything easier. So what do you think? Do you think that we can show up differently for each other? We can hold each other's hearts, heads, and needs differently. 
um, and change the channel on what it means to be in community. With that, got another episode of Change the Channel podcast. Thank you so much for being here, for listening, for being out in the world, trying to move, shake, be, do, love differently because it could be just, it can be so easy to stay in your comfort zone, to have no interest in changing channels at all. But that's not you, brave one. You are a change maker and the change usually starts with us, right? So thank you again for listening in for another episode of change the channel podcast. Have a beautiful day.